0: Another lesson learned you better know your friends or else you will get burned. I gotta count on me because I can guarantee that I'll be fine no more pain no more pain no more pain, no more pain. No more no pain. More drama
1: a hell of a voice, Kevin.
2: Tell you what, that's a hell of a song. It's been a hell of a week. Jesus.
1: Yeah. But, you know what uh,
2: though? I've been laughing. I-, I swear to God, I've been laughing through a lot of it because I think what people are forgetting, we've been in much worse before, folks. This is a lot of BS, of course, but this don't even come close to one in thirty one.
1: I-, I know. It's like we're we're like acting like everything's on fire and we're four and four. I mean that's kind of special that's a leg up i I believe in being thankful for what you have and the season is is thanksgiving
2: it is november
1: oh yeah it is thanksgiving we're gonna have a bunch of uh, thanksgiving related parallels coming up regardless of oh god knock on wood because i hope they turn it around wait
2: wait welcome back to the dogs of war podcast this is kevin along Uh, with raleigh and this is going to be a different episode uh, yeah,
1: we're.
2: This we is- put out we put out the the real episode. Well, I should say real episode. The insightful, episode with, insightful yeah, episode. Yeah, the the this episode with some substance, being an interview with Mo Legger, the voice of Cincinnati ESPN Radio. Preview Sunday's game, so go check that out. It's the episode before this one. But yeah, unfortunately, when we started this podcast, we said it's going to be fun. We're it's going to be to avoid all the noise and BS from anywhere else and do our own thing. Unfortunately, this is the first time we can't ignore the BS and all the other (laughs) shit going on. We have to we have to
1: address this. (laughs) Not today. These are unprecedented times.
2: God, Um, but but, you guys laugh. I mean, you got to laugh. Like it's been a while since we've had like the same old Browns because it's not the same old Browns anymore. But you can't just if you can't laugh at this. I mean, come on.
1: Well, the reason I can laugh like I have some friends that are like the when Garrett uh, the helmet gate went down, where he was like laughing like maniacally. And I'm like, dude, this isn't funny. Uh, Our star player may be going to like, this is bad.
2: That was, but that was the lowest night I've ever had as a Browns fan. I've said that on here.
1: Yeah. You know what? I feel like I have a short memory. Like there's been a lot of lowest nights as a Browns fan. Ironically, most of them didn't come in that own 16 year. <laughs> like to be honest, there was like, there was like a certain, we had some
2: fun, some of those games I know because we were like, you know what? We kind of knew what we were in for. That's when we were celebrating first downs. I don't ever want to go back to even thinking about that again, but you're right. Um, but anyway. For those of you living under a rock, by the way, we're uh, discussing Odell Beckham jr's father who posted a video this week. Can I just say one thing on that before we start anything at all? Yeah, sure. No matter what side I've said this, no matter what side of this ar- quote unquote argument drama you're on. Mr. Beckham senior did not make that video. He was out in the film room slicing it up. He reposted someone else's video. Not that it really matters. It's kind of petty that I'm even calling it out, but still, he's not some guy in the film room. Shout it up. He reposted the video. I'm going to keep saying Odell oh, Beckham's dad made this video. No, he didn't make the video. He reposted it. Continue.
1: Now, I'm not saying that's an irrelevant statement, Kevin. I'm not saying that. What I am asking, though, is have people like been using that in the internet? comment section like, oh my god, I can't believe he made this video. Ah,
2: No, but with a piece of media that is distracting and bothering the franchise, I'm going to put that piece of media down as much as I can. And if that is me just discrediting the person who blasted it to the fame it has now, we'll we'll take what we can get.
1: Uh, That's fair. Um, But anyway, the reason I can laugh about it is I do believe that the Browns and Baker to this point have handled it very, very well. Um, first off, I've crossed a line that I, I've never crossed since, like, yes, doing you did. This podcast or having the Brown specific meme account shout out Angry Browns fans of trashing a player that's still on the Browns. Um, but I believe that he did enough. Like, he went after the integrity of the ship. First off, if you think that Odell had no say or didn't give senior the green light to post that, uh, you're delusional. He could have spoken up at any point to his dad, LeBron, saying, "Hey, Dad, these are my teammates. I have to see those guys at work tomorrow." Um, imagine if your coworker just blasted you, or your dad blasted your coworker or manager. High. co-worker. I don't know what I'm trying to make an analogy for a goddamn co-worker. And then you have to show up to work the next day and make eye contact with them. Uh, Just saying, hey dad, that's not cool and calling your co-worker, friend, quarterback, whoever, and saying, my bad, bro. Uh, I've been frustrated. And then you talk it out like an adult. Let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. He's a professional. These guys are professionals. All I ask as a Browns fan, is that guys care and that they don't trash the ma- their team on social media. And if you have to trash the team on social media, don't have your dad do it. I'm
2: gonna, so I want to unpack what you just said right there. So first of all, yes, I while I don't, we don't know all of the shit behind the scenes, but I agree with you. Uh, I don't particularly say that Odell, you know, came up with this whole idea, but you're absolutely right in the sense that he could have said, Hey pops, chill. Hey, Bron, chill. Bron, we, you know what, Bron, I'm going to send you a DM. That's some nonsense. It's your hometown team, man. Come on, whatever. You won't come on the show. Um, You won't, (laughs) but yes, he could have, I'm not saying he said, Hey dad, post this video for me, but yeah, he could have been like, Hey guys, uh, can we take that down? Or he could have come out and said, yo, I don't feel this way. I don't want to go about it this way. He hasn't called Baker yet as of this earlier today all the reports out. He hasn't talked to Baker. That blows yeah. my mind. Or Stefanski.
1: Yeah, and I while I do think Baker would forgive him, I really don't think he is going to be the one to try to like what, what Baker has nothing to smooth over.
2: I am not dig right in here. I know people don't like that phrase, but I'm using it. Uh Baker nailed that press conference yesterday. Yeah, that was awesome. He destroyed that press conference yesterday. I mean, if you guys don't think that's a franchise quarterback or the leader of that locker room, I can no longer help you.
1: Yeah, no, that's... uh, (sighs) I wish more people just understood. Like, it's not about getting Odell the ball or keeping Odell happy. I mean, to a degree, it's about finding the full potential of the offense. And if... You are struggling at that, which can happen. Franchises, people struggle when they're trying to succeed. It happens. We're human, but you can't go after the integrity of the ship. What he did, thats like a goddamn act of mutiny. And the old Browns would have let it slide or tried to, you have to get rid of that. If he wants out, get him out. And even if he says he wants to come back, I think you've got to get him out.
2: A lot of people have been saying, have been reporting both people on ESPN, Twitter eggs, that he'll come back if they give him the he- or the green light. That ain't happening. I'm not speaking of any sources or any inside knowledge, but it's pretty obvious now. If he's been asked to stay away for two days from practice, pretty obvious. You got to assume that, again, we have no insight on this, but AB and his reps are trying to figure out how to get as far away from that $8 million as possible. Side note off of that, i just said this to you off mic, and I tweeted this from our account earlier. People that keep talking about the, we can't, we're going to lose it. We got a payment. We're going to lose 8 million, but it's not your money. It's Jimmy Haslam's money. Who cares if we drop $8 million? I don't care. What I do care about is, and people saying, well, if you cut him, that's just doing him a favor. He can go wherever he wants to sign. I don't care if it's seen as doing him a favor. I care about the team, the team, the team, the team. If getting him out of here gets rid of that distraction and puts this to bed, by all means, I am for the team. I'm not for Odell. I'm for the team. So don't look at it as I don't. Care. Again, if it's doing him a favor, I don't care. No, I'm here to help the team. We got we got some games to win, y'all. What's he getting a year? Uh, Fifteen. Jeez, he's got eight left. So that's why I believe the last two days you have to assume it's just been, hey, uh, if he wants to go, we're not giving him eight million. So you guys got to come off that. That's my kind of assumption. Yeah, it's not a very it's not rocket science either.
1: And also, uh, let's play the clip.
2: Yeah, yeah, my girl. Shout out Aditi. God, Aditi of NFL Network. She was in Cleveland today in Berea reporting. Now, we are big, at least for my... I am big team Aditi. Uh, I've said that before. What I firmly believe about Aditi, and again, I don't have anything to back this up. She seems like she has a great deal of respect around the league. And she also seems like, like players do talk to her and trust her. I do believe that. So... Let's play the clip. Here's her reporting a few hours ago outside of Berea practice facility.
3: Because despite whatever reports are out there, I have spoken to multiple people in this building, Andrew. who said it's not that hard. If Odell Beckham Jr. really wants to be here, he would pick up the phone and call his quarterback. He would pick up the phone and call his head coach. He would have perhaps told his father, take down that video. Maybe he would have even told LeBron James to back off and let him fight his own fight. So the thing is, is that the Browns players right now are saying, sure, yes, if he wants to be here, if he can help us, yeah, we'll take him back, because that is the path of least resistance. What else are they going to say right now? This is a team that, under Kevin Stefanski, does its best to stay as level and as focused as they possibly can. Kevin Stefanski yesterday saying that this team is desperate for a win was basically the most volatile thing that Stefanski has said in two years. That's being said to drive that point home, that this right now is a 4-4 and team that's in the bottom of a very, very tight division and needs to keep its eye on the prize. But I can assure you of this, Andrew. If there's any sense that there's a Team Baker or a Team Odell here, there's just not. There's not one person that I have talked to that even doubts the ability of Baker Mayfield to lead this team. This can actually be a strong Circle the Wagons galvanizing moment for this team. And I'll leave you with one other thing here. Andrew. The Browns run a rhythm and timing offense. That means that Baker Mayfield throws to a specific spot at a specific time. Just because you would see a receiver who maybe looks open on the field, that may not be the spot that he's supposed to be in at the time that he's supposed to be there. There are always two sides to one story. And if only one side is posting things to social media, let's remember there could be another side. Ab-
2: so that was a bit of a mic drop. That made me feel a hell of a lot better when I saw that a few hours ago. Shout out Aditi, again, reporting live from Berea. She's with NFL Network and kills it. What are your thoughts? She basically said what I said. She, I feel <laughs> much better. I texted you guys earlier. I was like, drop that mic. This is great. She was in Berea all day today. I don't know who she's talked to or what she knows, but she's reporting pretty confidently
1: there. Yeah, no, that was... That was, I mean, it just goes to show. It's not about a disgruntled player. Players can be disgruntled for whatever reasons. Handle it like an adult, and talk to your teammates, talk to your coach, talk to whoever. Deal with it, and then escalate accordingly. But the whole time, do it like an adult. That's being paid seventeen million dollars a year. Like, could you? Oh my god,
2: fifteen. But same thing.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Uh, It's probably like seven after taxes. Um, so, yeah. I, I like how it's been handled. Also, uh, we're going to talk about rumors. Strategic rumors or locker room rumors, Kevin? I, I don't know if we... Uh, do we talk about rumors very often?
2: We try to dispel and stay away from them, but I'm happy to. Wait, All let right. me let me get what, one more thing on Didi real quick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've said this before in this podcast. This is before any of this stuff happened this week where we said... <laughs> If Odell leaves or if we trade, there's going to be no ill will. It's just not working out. It's not like we have anything negative against him. We're not going to boo him because it didn't work out when he comes back. It just didn't work out. Now, that was before daddy dropped a video on Instagram. But like we've also said, Cleveland is a very, very small town. We're talking maybe two degrees separation for 90 some percent of everyone there. Everyone knows everyone somehow, right? We are very, very welcoming open arms to anyone and everyone who wants to come in. doesn't matter. I'm talking about the city of Cleveland in general, the sports teams are included in that. Even if you just pretend to ride for the city, people are going to lose their mind for you. I can give many examples on both sides of that here, but once you do something like that and betray your team, the rest of Cleveland sees is betraying the city. And then that's when it's very, very hard to get the city and the fans back. So that's why another reason why it's pretty much over. If anyone has any doubts left of Odell and Cleveland,
1: yeah, I uh, I couldn't agree more. Unless I don't even want to give him a chance because it's like so. Let's go what? for the then, team. I know. Let's go for
2: the team. We got a game this on Sunday, people are forgetting that part. Here they people also
1: forget play. that we have a game on Sunday. We have to win. Wood. Big knock on wood. Uh, Baker and the offense kind of flipped the switch when Odell was gone. Last year
2: against Cincinnati,
1: and I will say that I think Baker is a great teammate. He's a hell of a great teammate, you too, Kevin. I don't think he lies, and I do think that he lied when he said that Odell, I think he was covering for Odell the whole time. Well, that's uh, I don't know if I like that take,
2: but where you're going with that. I what bums me out from a personal standpoint, and I can't speak to their relationship or their friendship from what they've just posted online. These guys have vacation together. Odell's been down in in Austin on Baker's boat with them. They went to Montana for that whatever the preseason buy thing was. That's all stuff they were posting. But these dudes are these—they're not just colleagues, right? They were close. Like they all have a very, very good relationship. So that's what bums me out the most is that he hasn't even called or talked this is like some high school no, middle school drama bullshit and it's just driving me nuts that we don't have to discuss it that he won't call Baker won't pick up the phone and call Stefanski Like I get sometimes agents are like, go away we're going to figure this out now, you're done but damn, anyway, rumors I
1: I think a big part, I think Baker said he wasn't hurt I think that would have to be a big slap in the face Like
2: I believe that he's not hurt but I also believe that Again, he handled that so well. Yeah, he I mean, could have, he could have teed off if he wanted to. Kevin, like fuck that guy.
1: No argument. He, sorry, Moth. sorry, Mr. Letta. Yeah, sorry. Um, so I, I don't think. I mean, dude, if you have like a good friend, and they pull some shit like that, it hurts. But anywho, regardless, uh, Baker, you're the man, and Odell can piss off. Like after I was gonna say, yeah, we would wish him well wherever he went. Now I'm like, dude, just why? Like, oh, well, you're
2: going to talk to AB, man. Remember, it's they didn't bring you in, they didn't trade
1: for you. Let's. Uh, so there's rumors circulating, and she and um, Didi said in the uh, the little video talking about the timed plays yeah. that Odell is just going rogue with the timed plays, and if that's true. It's like, well, where the hell is Baker supposed to throw? I mean, yeah, that's... Uh
2: no, you're right. I Again, I don't know enough about the wide receiver or football schematics in general to comment on it, but I have been reading. There have been some people chiming in. No one of, you know, no one reporters are on TV or anything, but there's been a small group saying, you know what? Dude does his own thing out there. He runs his own routes. And if that's the case, which none of us know one way or the other, then Yeah. And you know why I also applaud Baker again, not just in that press conference. Could he have been like F this dude? You're welcome. Mom and Mrs. Davis. Um, I mean, he could have said he could have gone off on Twitter. If you wanted to on Twitter, Instagram, that's not really his MO to like reply and get all petty like that. But a lot of people could have said a lot of other shit and everyone's been keeping their mouth shut. And I think Baker looks great.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, so anyway, let's uh, hope rumors. What rumors? about uh, Odell going rogue with the... Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... If your offense is designed of guys supposed to be where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be, why the hell would you ever like waste a second of thought on the guy that's going rogue? And it's not like they didn't throw to Odell, but whatever. Let's just see how this shit goes down. Number
2: one most targeted receiver this season. He's played six games. (laughs) Uh, And,
1: people hey, the mediocre... uh, I just, I want to, let's never say his name again, unless it's going into a
2: three-year experiment. It didn't work. It's there's not blame on one person. No one is individually absolved either. It all goes around. Let's go. We hadn't, he wasn't here last year. He hasn't caught a touchdown pass this year. I mean, again, I'm not hating on the guy, but you know, JJ watch JJ, the Third's press conference from today. He's like, Hey, we want him here, but if not, we got to keep it pushing. Like that's kind of what he said verbatim. Um and yeah, let's keep it pushing. We got a game on Sunday. We're on to Cincinnati, baby. Let's go browns. It's Friday. If you listen, to this Friday. It's Friday, November 5th. Everyone is already way fatigued with this topic. You've been listening and reading the same shit Raleigh and I have. Let's send on a good note though. Um, well, not so much the game last week. I don't even want to, I I that yeah. Um talk about the kid the guy that was able to go to the Browns game because of Baker
1: and Emily. And let's
2: end on a positive story here.
1: There has been a follower of mine from Oklahoma. He's been a follower since day one of having this account. The kid's hilarious. His name's Dakota Berry. He has a medical condition. um, And I'm going to be honest. It is really long and really sciencey. No idea, but he is in a wheelchair. He always has been a power chair, excuse me. The left side of his body is paralyzed. Um, and the kid is just got a heart of gold. He's awesome. He's a Browns fan because of Baker. He is from Oklahoma. Uh, I'm not sure if he's been out of Oklahoma, but he certainly hasn't flown anywhere before. Um, Really? That was his first flight? That was his first flight. Wow, that's awesome. Five. Yeah. And reached out to his mom did some internet stalking uh originally i was going to say hey can we send him a jersey but then i ran it by emily she said well let's get him to the game part of that is he's also a uh, he is also a vikings fan because of adrian peterson all right and emily said well let's get full custody <laughs> and they love, yeah, love that they flew him in uh they put him in a hotel got him Kick ass tickets to the game. And I flew in to show him around, took him to Zabo's tailgate. Shout out Zabo Apparel Company. And everyone just showed him the greatest time. Like it was all, he had never tailgated before, actually. And I was also like, I don't know if I can, I was not sure if he was able to drink beer. Or I was going to ask that.
2: I was going to ask if, if, if yeah, um, is, is
1: he a drinker or no? Oh, yeah. Not that it he, matters. He slams and um love that <laughs> love that <laughs> he kept doing it. it was so damn fun obviously the game um could have gone would have been sick if we'd have got the win but uh. the mayfields really took care of them and they're not the type of people that do this stuff for the spotlight they do it because they love taking care of people and uh dakota and his dad mike they just had the greatest time, and it was really fun to watch and a lot of people came up, they heard about it, and they were like that's awesome and they also showed love to the Mayfields for it and in these strange times, divided by pretty much anything that you can be divided by, it's good to see cool acts of brown'sness they don't have to do this stuff yeah, no no
2: they know they don't have they enjoy doing this stuff, and if People, not them, weren't posting this stuff. No one would ever know. And they don't, they, don't want, they don't care if people know or not. They enjoy knowing that they got to get a kid who's been confined to a wheelchair, but one of his biggest fans his whole life from Oklahoma to the, the Browns to come to a game. And that's incredible. Same thing they did a few weeks ago with your other friend and his brother that came. So that's why I wanted to end on that. People helping people. Mayfield's doing good things. You help and get people in contact. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Let's remember, we got a game on Sunday. Let's go down there and take care of some business. Uh, this is a new season. We're 0-0, zero and, zero, four and four, zero, zero. We're going in to just take on our second conference game of the year. Let's do it. Let's go proud. For Raleigh, for myself, this is the Dogs of War podcast. Good night, Cleveland. It was
0: 1950 in the cold and rain when my father took me to my bathroom. Show you how the game is played. Here we go again. Go!